Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Well, it is officially spring, score one for the good guys, which means warmer weather, which means you don't need as heavy a clothes. So maybe you may want to lighten up your wardrobe a little bit by head over to Leon Tailoring. That's right, maybe a nice spring jacket or maybe a nice pair of slacks or trousers or perhaps a nice spring dress uh, for the ladies in our audience. No matter what it is, Leon Tailoring can take care of all your spring needs. So spring on over Leon Tailoring. Larry, Norm, Kim, and Judy, happy to see you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown. Indianapolis. Ready? Yep. Okay, great. Um, well, out of the felt like the session today ended like it started back in January, where we've been dealing again, once again, with uh, these cultural divisive issues. Uh, that, frankly, um, uh, as I've said before. Um, won't do anything to help move the state of Indiana forward. Uh, and certainly we have some uh, the pressing issues out there that are affecting Hoosiers every day, uh, specifically including the high price of gasoline that we're seeing all over the state. So I uh, wish we would have, could have been a potentially use this day to better help uh, Hoosiers, uh, but unfortunately um, that wasn't the case. So, But with that, I'll open up to any questions some, or comments that you might have. There was some uh, tax legislation, the uh, technical correction bill, that would have been basically by the tax break, uh, ship to taxpayers to ship to the tax burden to regular folks. Uh, that was taken out. Do you think they did that in part because if they done that, you guys would have brought the whole gas tax related issue? Well, certainly. Uh, well, it, obviously, that's a uh, more than a technical correction. And so, um, if we're going to start going down that road, where we're going to start doing policy uh, in a technical corrections bill, it said it could have certainly opened up the possibility of other things. Uh, something that we've been talking about, which is the suspension of the gas tax, maybe other issues as well. So that could have been a, um, uh, a possibility for any member on that um, from Ledge Council to do that. So, but certainly. Uh, we, we were glad that, um, you know, we kind of went with what, what a technical correction bill should be. We shouldn't be doing policy uh, in that type of bill. Have you had any discussions with leadership about calling a special session for either the gas tax or for the potential overturn of Roe v. Wade? Well, as far as gas tax goes, I mean, we've called on the, certainly there's history there with Governor O'Bannon and what he, uh, when he suspended the gas tax back in the uh, early part of 05, 06, somewhere in there, I think it was. Uh, maybe even, I, I take it back, maybe like 02, 03. Uh, so there's some uh, precedence there that where the governor can just do it on his own, which is what we've been calling on him to do. And if you remember back at the end of session, we had a conference committee report uh, that Representative Porter submitted uh, that we wanted to get in that would have uh, suspended the, the uh, gas tax up until uh, July. One supplemented, of course, by uh, the uh, surplus that we have. Of course, we're continuing to see the surplus grow. We have the money to do this, and uh, as Hoosiers kind of get into the summer months of driving, uh, they're going to be, you know, kind of hurting here at, uh, at the at the pump. Uh, we'll see what um, prices have continued, to, you know, to be rising. And uh, we thought this would be one way. Certainly, we've had we've had other uh, types of uh, avenues of which we've called for, whether it's the governor to do it or uh, legislatively to do it. Uh, but we think the governor can do it on his own. Would you prefer to cut the the gas tax or the sales tax on gasoline? Well, we've been talking about, um, frankly, the gas tax. Um, uh, and and I, I guess I guess I, the message that I want to emphasize the most is that um, we have a six. What's our, where's our surplus right now? I keep, it seems like it goes up every, every day or as, a, as a, report, a three month report comes out. It keeps getting higher and higher. So we have the available money in the bank to supplement 
a, uh, some, uh, uh, some relief for Hoosiers as they go into the summer months of travel and all those things. Uh, and then we can continue to supplement that with the, the surplus so to keep our um, roads and bridges as, as the, the plan then is to continue to work on those as well. So we have the money to do that. And um, I'm hoping that the governor and potentially the, the legislature here may, if, we, if the governor want to do it, maybe we can step in and do it too. The Republicans are saying that one of their arguments, their argument against against it, is that there's no guarantee a reduction in the tax rate will actually result in lower pump prices, and some of that money that's paid in those taxes is people from out of state and companies from out of state, so that money doesn't go to Indiana residents anyway. Well, that's silly. I mean, there we, we've seen and you looked in the, in the past. We've looked at this, by the way, to see what's happened in the past where Hoosiers, real Hoosiers that are driving Indiana roads, uh, will save money at the pump and it'll affect their um, it'll affect their wallets. It's a, it's a good idea to do it. Um, and um, it, it just really kind of makes sense. I mean, and, and by the way, we're not the other states are starting to enact something similar to this as well. So uh, I, I think it's high time that, uh, that the, the state acts on this. Do you think that the prices would go down that full amount if, if you withdrew it? I think the statement was we don't set the gas price. The state doesn't set the gas price. That's right, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it, it's really more about, um, you know, when I talk about relief at, at the pump, that's exactly what I'm talking about, that it, it's going to um, reduce, as you said, uh, the cost of gasoline. And so that's that's really all we're doing. And it's just, uh, frankly, we, when we submitted that conference committee report back at the end of session, it was just for, for three months. Um, we can we can start the clock over again and uh, go for another, you know, go into later in the fall if we want to. If we want to do that three-month period or six-month period, we're certainly open. But the bottom line is we need to act. We need to act now on this. When they're blaming Biden administration policies for the high gas price, do you think that's legitimate? Well, the tax, the, the tax increase started back in 2017. Well, I mean, for, the, for gas prices going up so much. Well, no, the, the, but the, 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 the bill that was passed in 2017 and continues to go up every year, by the way, was passed by the House Republicans. So it was their bill, as a leadership bill, I think it was 1002 or something like that. So it was a, it was a real priority uh, for them. And um, that's one of the reasons that, obviously, that we're uh, seeing this, uh, uh, the high price of uh, gasoline right now, is that, that tax that keeps going up um, uh, every year or so. And, um, that's, that's what we think need to continue to work on. It's also worth noting that every congressional House Republican also just voted against a price gouging gas prices. So, I mean... I mean, look, yeah, we can get into a lot of this stuff. We know that... Corporations, Shell, and others have make, been making record profits off of this. Um, obviously, there's a supply and demand issue, uh, pent up uh, um, uh, supply. I mean, people have been saving money because of the, they haven't been able to do things due to the pandemic, and now they're out getting about. Uh, obviously, the war in Ukraine. I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into something like this uh, that results in the high price of gasoline. I think it'll probably, hopefully, you know, some soon that you know price of gasoline will come down but in the meantime uh, we as legislators and particularly the governor can act uh, to um, to do something uh, do his part and lower the lower the price and, and help out Hoosiers what are your thoughts on the summer set of committees regarding marijuana mm -hmm. yeah I mean I'm, I'm uh, it wasn't easy but I'm pleasantly surprised that we we're starting to make uh, uh, incremental progress here on on uh, the study of, of, of this and um, of marijuana, and it's something obviously has been talked about. Uh, 
and bills have been introduced, amendments have been introduced from House Democrats. Uh, so I think it certainly is high time that we're going to study it. And I'm really looking forward to it, by the way. Uh, this is something that's certainly states, Michigan, uh, Illinois, states around us, Ohio, uh, that have been um, uh, working on this issue and, and, and uh, put it up for referendum, frankly, I think in Michigan it passed overwhelmingly. So I think, I think it's going to be very good for the legislature to start studying, and I'm looking forward to that. With the Supreme Court leave on the potential overturn of Roe v. Wade, there's been a lot of discussion of having a special session. You know, what are some of the specific concerns you have and what are, you know, some of the specifics of abortion access, you know, rape, incest, exceptions that you're looking at? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, look, uh, it's, speaking for myself and, and most and House caucus members, I mean, we support uh, the law as it is, the current provisions in, that were set uh, in Roe v. Wade that have been on the uh, been on the books for 50 years now, um, so uh, we would continue to want to continue to support uh, the current law as it stands. How far would you expect Republicans to try to push uh, restrictions, total ban, or how far do you? Would yeah, you I mean, that uh, well, unfortunately, uh, what I've seen from uh, House Republicans in the past couple sessions is that they've been continuing to go farther and farther to the right, and it's become, uh, frankly, extreme. Uh, extreme. <laughs> And so I wouldn't put anything past them that they would go to a complete and total ban. I, I could see that, unfortunately. Um, um, so, you know, I don't know. I'm not in their caucus, obviously, and so I don't know for sure. But uh, it's certainly, from what I've seen on uh, uh, in other legislation, um, not, not specifically maybe to abortion, but other uh, things, that we continue to see this kind of further and further lurch to the right. And it wouldn't surprise me that they would go for a total ban. We jumped in here late. I'm just curious to know what your thoughts were as the author of the transgender sports ban was talking about the importance of fairness and integrity before they overrode Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I look, the uh, ISHAA has a policy. They've had a policy in place since, I think, around 2005. They've had, um, uh, I think it's a good policy, and I think it should be left up to them uh, to make the policy. They've had, uh, I think, instances of maybe a two students female and a male or something like that and they 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 have this policy they've worked it out uh, we don't really need to um, uh, doing that I believe putting this in code uh, when we already have a policy in place that seems to work uh, be working pretty well and and frankly it I think it also sends a very poor message that once again Indiana is not a welcoming state and I'm, I'm frankly tired of it and we are trying to do our best as legislators to attract businesses to the state doing everything that we can because frankly we're losing them we're losing uh, you, you've heard the CEO of uh, of Eli Lilly uh, and others, These, they're moving their and they're expanding their businesses in North Carolina, Boston, and other areas. Uh, Intel, they went to Columbus, Ohio. So it's really it's it's one thing on top of another, and um, it's it, uh, we're going to pay for it here pretty pretty soon if we haven't already. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.